Hello and welcome to the Intentional Reality Podcast. My name is Emily Badley-White and I am so excited to go really deep into the topics that you need to know to manifest your desires with ease. I love talking about meditation, subliminals, aligning your frequency with your desire. So join me every week where I go really deep on a subject each week about how you can manifest anything you want. Hello and welcome to the Intentional Reality Podcast. My name is Emily Badley-White and I am so excited to go really deep into the topics that you need to know to manifest your desires with ease. I love talking about meditation, subliminals, aligning your frequency with your desire. So join me every week where I go really deep on a subject each week about how you can manifest anything you want. Hello and welcome to the Intentional Reality Podcast. My name is Emily Badley-White and this week we have a very special guest, Kathy Mingo, for our episode, Crop Circles or Going Around in Circles. So welcome, <laughs> Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Emily. Thank you for having me. And yeah, let's get started. So basically, everyone who's in my tribe, so I said to you, Kathy, didn't I, that I have a membership, the tribe, and recently just before summer solstice I got interested in crop circles um, and then one just turned up near Stonehenge at summer solstice so some of me my me and some of my tribe went to go and see this crop circle and I got very excited and then someone in my tribe tagged me in your post and that's how our path has crossed and we had a little chat didn't we on messenger um, and then it yeah. just sort of turned out that we were both at the same crop circle on the same day we met in person so how exciting <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your perspective on crop circles and all of it really because I know it's sort of like an interesting and deep topic but also I know you've warned me and I've seen on online circles that this is a bit of a contentious contentious is that the word it's a little bit of a yeah. subject that people you know get a little bit heated about human made aliens or whatever um yeah so yeah if you're negative See you later. This is not for you. So, Kathy, I'm just going to let you go ahead with it. What What can you tell us about crop circles? Okay, so this will be my 23rd year consecutively going into crop circles. I'm on, on holiday from Monday looking for crop circles. So this will be my 23rd year. I've been in hundreds of them. It's oh, <laughs> a deep topic indeed. So that, right, I'll just let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is: are they man-made or are they real? Now, obviously, they're all real because you can see them on the ground. So they're real in the fact that they're there and you can see them. Yeah, they exist. So when people say, "Are they real?" I go, "Well, of course they are." But but are they man-made? Are they not? That is where we get into a bit of murky water, as you might have found out yourself. Yes. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where do I begin? So with the man-made, there is a belief um, within certain circles that probably 95% of them are man-made, which is okay. a, a high, high percentage. What I find interesting is that the droners, it's always the same ones that get the photograph first. Mm -hmm. um, and I know for a fact that last year, 
um, at Barbary Castle, which is in Wiltshire, and it's a beautiful kind of... People think it's an actual castle, but it's not. It's just a earthworks. Mm-hmm. I was driving down from there, and we saw a crop circle. So I got me drone up and obviously put it straight on the internet. One of the famous droners that always seems to get the picture first text me on Facebook and went, will you remove your image? And I went, yeah, if you tell me why. And he went, oh, you'll find out tomorrow. And I thought, oh, that's a rubbish. So I said to him, well, I can't now, it's too late. And finally he told me, he said, if you take it down, he said, it's not finished. So the next day the crop circle completely manifested into a different circle because it wasn't finished. Yeah. So disappointing. <laughs> I oh, wish this I wasn't well, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all of them are, Emily, not all of them are. There are there are ones that are definitely land with no explanation whatsoever. There are. Yeah. Yeah. So I think- when I went to summer solstice, I went to the the crop circle which was, I can't even remember the place name now. The farmer's name is Alex. It's about half an hour from Stonehenge. Um, it was, you know, the one with the three sort of petals. Do you know the yes. one I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. That one. So I went there and then also I went to Stonehenge. After that event, my psoriasis made massive improvement. Was that Stonehenge? Was it the crop circle I'm not sure so this is when it sort of piqued my interest even more as to be like what was it um maybe it was the crop circle maybe it wasn't I don't know I don't know what your opinion is is of that particular crop circle um I do know the one you mean yeah I think Stonehenge itself because you're going to be on a massive ley line Mm -hmm. um, Stonehenge holds a lot of powerful energy anyway and remember you would have had all of those people at solstice all kind of manifesting and putting their energy into that one place. Yeah. Yeah, it could so have been. So I probably would say it might. Probably Stonehenge. My hunch yeah. would have been it would have been that. I know. Yeah, I, I did wonder. And I, I did intention in the crop circle and in Stonehenge as well. But to be honest as well, when we was in the crop circle, we were doing the thing where, you know, you put your hands to the floor. I saw this on a YouTube video or something like that. And, you know, the dots on your hands were coming up and there was other visitors there as well. And they were like, what are you doing? So we were all doing it and it was all happening to all of us. So then I was like, oh, wow, is this real? Is this not? I'm not quite sure. But possibly you're right. I think it could have been Stonehenge. And I do believe that Stonehenge has, it was probably made for a healing space centre. That's my sort of thoughts on Stonehenge. Um, so maybe a bit of both. Maybe it was just Stonehenge or maybe it was, you know, placebo. If our mind believes, then it becomes. Um, but, yeah, that really sort of piqued my interest. And that's really where my journey started with crop circles is I was originally interested in just stone circles, megalithic stone circles like Stonehenge mm. and others. Um, I went to Arbor Low last, no, this year. Um, and the one in the Lake District, which is... it's gone off my mind can't remember the name of it um and then I sort of went into the the crop circle I think I was watching a documentary actually and it was talking about portals so it was talking about stone circles and also crop circles and I think it's really interesting and I totally agree with you as well the research that I've done that not all of them are man-made um and some of them definitely cannot be explained and I was actually having a conversation with 
one of the man-made crew the other day and he said the same he said there are some that he can say that he cannot account for and I was debating with him about how I think it's really unfair actually that people exist that do these crop circles man-made crop circles because what's the reason what's the meaning and he sent me all these links about how it's about the magic and it's about the art and you know that's why no one claims them as theirs because it's part of the story and I just thought well I feel like it's a little bit trying to make fun of the believers and you know oh look they believe that this is not human made which I suppose is really the debate for me as well and obviously when I spoke to that farmer that the first crop circle I went to um he was devastated absolutely devastated that his crops have been ruined and I said to him look charge people entry and you'll get your money back I think he said he lost about two grand from it um which he did end up charging afterwards I saw online so he probably has made his money back from that um so yeah I suppose there is an argument of is it art or is it vandalism when people man make them and why do they man make them you're asking all of these existential questions (laughs) yeah um I suppose from a farm's view, it's criminal damage, 100%. You know, you've got people that I've seen people in crop circles that have literally just walked right across the field. They've been gone a tram line and walked straight in. Um, You've had people that have claimed, um, I have to tell you a funny story. So we were in a crop circle at West Kennet Longborough, which is Wiltshire, just opposite Silbury Hill. Yeah in the um, wheat field there that year and there was um, a a great big giant coach pulled up because they used to have more coach tours back in the day when it was a bit more a bit more interest in it actually yeah so we were sitting there and um, someone had told these tourists I, I believe them to be French they were French that all of this white there was a white um spider it basically it was spider webs on the bottom of the um, crop circle all over the wheat, someone had told them that that was alien hair and they were eating it. No. And, I was, and they were like, I, was, no. I know, I was like, what are you doing? And they're like, we were told it was like from aliens, it was alien hair and, uh, you know, and you could see the spiders running along the... No. So that there is, there is an element of, I don't know how to put it, but people that know that some are man-made and are trying to peddle a myth. Yeah. Do you think it's to, like, make fun? Because I also feel like on these groups, if you're on these groups on Facebook, you'll find it straight away, the division between the people who are like, they're all human-made and the ones that believe. And I feel like the ones that are in on the making or even, you know, know of the ones who are making, why why are you trying to to just trick us? And that was the question I kept asking this group crop circle man and to be fair to him I'm not going to name him on the podcast but he did actually send me his drone footage that I could use in my YouTube video so you know it was actually quite a good discussion but I was still like look why I don't understand what the reason is for because for me it muddies the water because you know if there are crop circles that are made not by humans then why how yeah like maybe there, you know and I said to him like I'm looking to heal my psoriasis I don't know whether it was a crop circle or Stonehenge when I went to the other one I was like so I find this quite unfair actually because it's so difficult to then differentiate between which one's real and which ones aren't and yeah. also the ones that aren't human made 
wow, like, oh my God, wow, we need to really like discover this. And I did say to him, and maybe this conspiracy theorist in me, I said, is it that some elite or some government somewhere has commissioned you people to be doing this? Because when a real one does arrive, it then casts such a shadow of doubt and people like straight away, no, that's human made. In the news, you know, it won't be reported because they're like, no, we know they're human made. So is that why maybe people do it to muddy the waters between the real ones and the fake ones? I think so, yeah. But do what, you? It, it, yeah, it's just, uh, it's microcosm, macrocosm, isn't it? That's what's happening in the world. You know, we, yeah. you're not told the truth, you're told a half truth. Because then yeah. if the truth comes out, it's, it's going to, the majority will completely naysay it. It's like Doug and Dave, yeah. you know, Doug and Dave said we did all of it. What a load of rubbish that was. And the crop circle that they made was utter rubbish. So do you think that Doug and Dave, because I have seen this bit as well, do you think that was a plant? Like they planted them in there to claim them? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Was they arrested or anything like that? No, of course they weren't. There's only been one person arrested for making crop circles in right. the entire sort of history of crop circles. There there was talk, and this is just what I've read, that Doug okay. and Dave were also very much to do with the military. And there is yeah, a heard- military aspect to this. Yeah, agreed. I don't know too much about this, but it's always sort of piqued my interest about how many military bases there are around Stonehenge and these kind of areas um, yeah. And as we know, you know, some people listening will know I talk about ley lines. I don't know loads about ley lines. But this is where also my interest has gone in the last year with stone circles, ley lines. Um, yeah. And they all appear around these areas, which is so interesting. And when I heard on a documentary about maybe it's Mother Earth coding mm. from the Earth, I don't know. And if it is, then what does it mean? Like that, That's where my brain goes straight away. Yeah. People always ask me, and I, you know, I've when I went into my first crop circle in 1999, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it from the side of the road, and I I had a compulsion to get into the centre of it, like mm-hmm. like a, a, a pull. I couldn't get away from it. It was like there was an engagement with it somehow. Um, obviously, over the years, ego is involved in all of this. Um, mm-hmm. So, crop circle researchers, what is a crop circle researcher? Someone just labels themselves that. So we've, yeah. we've got ego going on. Does that make sense? It's all, um, yeah. I know that the 7-7-2007 crop circle um, on Eastfield, there was no way that was man-made. Uh, you know, if someone wants to prove to me that that was, then that would be categorical proof that they all are. But it wasn't because it was being filmed. No one saw it being made. They were filming from the hill. And that turned up in a flash of light. So that came in within, I don't know, a millisecond. And it was huge. Let me Google this one as you're talking. Are you talking about the one that happened next to Stonehenge? Because that's also another one that I've heard that appeared no, very that quickly. Was, I think that was, oh God, 96, I think. Um, so that was when a pilot um, was taking someone over, flying over Stonehenge. Um, and the, the pilot said, he, he as a pilot... He has to look at all of his surroundings in case he crashes. He has to know where he can um, emergency land. So he, he took whoever he was flying. They went over Stonehenge, nothing in the field there, because obviously he's right. got to scan his surroundings. 
I think they came back about 20 minutes later mm-hmm. and there was a crop circle. So that was made And wasn't the road minutes. as well jammed up as well because people were stopping yes. their cars and yes. standing there like, what is going on? Oh, my God, what a, yeah. what a time to be alive. I'd have been so excited. I've just looked up the one in Eastfield. It's the video. Um, so you're saying it's recorded as as it's being made? Oh, this so, is yeah, whole... they were. Um, they had in, infrared cameras on. It's called Adams Grave and Golden Bull Hill. So it looks over Eastfield. Um, Eastfield is Tim Carson's farm, and he was the okay. one that had the Led Zeppelin cover one. You right, know, right okay. at the beginning of it all. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was videoed. I think it was Gary wow. King. If I'm right, I think it's Gary King. I don't know who the man that was videoing it was, but it was all infrared. Wow. No way that was man-made. No way on earth. So with the genuine ones then, how do you yeah. think these are made and why do you think these are made? Because I know really when you think about crop circles, I didn't know much about it. The first thing I thought, my husband was actually talking to me about it. And he was like, yeah, I used to go in loads when I was a kid. And I was like, what? Well, did you? Where? Where? Because then I was interested about, like, the place of where they they turned up. Like, let's go and see them because maybe that's the ley line. And why do they originate there? Why are they created? Is it aliens? Oh, yeah, that was what I was going to say. So my first thoughts was, like, from films and TV, I thought yeah. crop circles before I looked into it of, like, a spaceship comes down and, you know plants itself there and that's why you know the crop circle is there but now looking into it i think i lean more to the side of frequency or vibration yes is that what you think that's what i think as well and obviously it's my opinion um i think that there is um a geometric coding in earth itself Mm -hmm. that kind of imprints so i think I personally think they might come up from the ground rather than from the sky or from a um, a collective of both. So divine, um, celestial divine and earth divine. That's what yeah. I think. Um, Wiltshire, of course, is the majority happened in Wiltshire because all along the ley line, the uh, Michael Mary line, um, the belief is that there's a lot of electromagnetic flow there because it's chalk. It's all yeah. on chalk land. So chalk and water create electromagnetic frequency um especially apparently at dawn and at dusk yeah i heard the same so so that's where i um and the majority of crop circles have been along that line yet there is um some guy did some research and they plotted the crop circles and they were very much concentrated along the michael mary line through wiltshire wessex all along there which would suggest to me that there is an intelligent earth design that is i think coding our frequency coding our consciousness because like Mm -hmm. you and me you know you you go to a crop circle it impacts your life however you want to look at it yeah there is a synchronicity that cannot be denied whether it's man-made or not 100 percent. i feel the exact same way about stone circles and crop circles really especially if i knew there was a genuine one if you told me there's a genuine one i'm dropping everything and i'm running with the kids kids get in the car we're going (laughs) (laughs) Um, but um yeah stone circles i just 
I, it started my fascination was not this year, but last year for the summer solstice, me and my husband went on our own. I just, my mum had just passed away and lots of family secrets came out after she died and it was a really horrible time for me. And um, yeah, we just decided to go there and it just captivated me. I felt there was just something about it and also the, the time as well, people being there and and from then yeah. it just sort of captivated me and that's where it sort of led me into like more stone circles and then the ley lines. And then since then, obviously now going on to crop circles as well. And I think it's so interesting because you're right, like the earth, what is it it's trying to tell us? And when we talk about aliens as well, I've had this thoughts recently. I haven't really given much thought to aliens for thought before, to be honest, but what does an alien really mean? Someone who's not a human, yeah. someone who doesn't maybe live on this earth. And I think it's quite naive to say that there's not anyone else in the universe but us how can you yeah. really say that with certainty and maybe also we know that time is not linear maybe this is like future mm. versions of us who knows i know i was actually in the first crop circle someone was saying to me that she believed the inner earth theory okay so she yeah, yeah, yeah. Was saying that maybe it's inner earth coming out and i was like wow hadn't really looked into that before i watched one documentary after she said that not quite sure what i think about that but I'm still captivated about what these mean for us. Do yeah. they mean healing? Do they mean collective consciousness? Because like we were talking about in the crop circle we met in, the Schumann resonance is off the chart. And I know that some people are saying online that this is an anomaly. This has only been recorded in the Russian one and this is not correct, whatever. But I can feel it. I can feel collective consciousness rising i can feel people rising up and becoming something that they wasn't before or entertaining ideas that they wouldn't have entertained mm. before and i think that's a really special thing i definitely think we're living in a very special time yeah i agree i think i think as well it's about the expansion of consciousness mm -hmm. the great awakening whatever word you want to use but i do feel that people are becoming more receptive to vibrational intelligence i think the crop circles especially the orbs and light phenomenon the uap around the crop circles is what i'm really interested in i've said this before i've i don't care if they're man-made or not what i'm interested in is the phenomenon that happens and occurs around all of them okay can you explain more about that because i don't know anything what you're talking about i have seen videos of orbs and stuff um but yeah i'd love yeah. to hear more so there is a lot of empirical evidence that there are, you get balls of light around crop circles. They're okay. very small, um, they're, they're intelligent. So it means that they, they interact with the observer. They, they're often seen going over crop circles. There's loads of videos about um, orbs. The, the Oliver Castle video with the orbs, I, I, that is being debunked for me. That yeah, was the, yeah, where the orbs were like creating Making it. Because yeah. um, that's again, what most people point to straight away. Like when I was in a crop circle, they're like, Oliver's Castle. And I'm like, I did look into that and it's been debunked. Very much like that. I mean, I've got, I've had videos of, um, on my drone, where I was videoing a crop circle in Hampshire and an orb went past it, split into two and then went back into one again. So that was weird. <laughs> So it, um, we've seen loads. We've captured UAP, so that is unidentified aerial phenomenon rather than UFO. Okay. 
is that the electromagnetic frequency around the ley line itself? Is it linked to the the design of the crop circles? Because consciousness changes when we view geometry, sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. It imprints. It imprints on our psyche, on our awareness, on our past, future. So I think the crop circles have a really deep meaning, regardless of, like I said, they're man-made or not. Are they commissioned by, I don't know, military, government, elites, yeah. with certain patterns of geometry, sacred geometry, to communicate with others, other beings, other things? Maybe it's well, all not, not about, you know, just taking the piss out of us. <laughs> That's what I was worried about and annoyed about. I thought, are you just doing this just to, like, wind people up? Oh, no, but I don't think it's that at all. I don't think it's winding people up at all. I do feel that there's, there is an element. I think a lot of the circle makers, some of them are quite interested in the magic circle, so magicians, sleight of hand. So I think some of them are driven by that motivation. Some say yeah. that they like to see how people react to their work, um, spiritually speaking. I think okay. it's a lot deeper than that. I really do. I think... It's difficult because no one's actually really come forward, apart from the ANSI crop circle. They they videoed that, so yeah. I I'm actually going to get up a link of what the um, it's a well known droner. You'll know. Um, <laughs> I think they was actually in the crop circle when we was in the crop circle, Kathy. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yes, Do you know. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, re- I, I didn't realize that. at the time. To be fair, he's a really nice man I didn't even catch his name I've just got him on Instagram um and he did send me his drone footage so thank you so much for that and he said I could use it on YouTube and he sent me these links about why crop circle makers make it and a lot of it was just saying you're not going to find life mysteries in a crop circle um you get involved so look number one you get involved with crop circles by turning up there's little talk about that number two answers to life life's big questions are found away from the fields they're supposed to say don't be looking for that in a crop circle number three nobody forces you to adopt the outlook you have on the phenomenon although i would disagree on the facebook groups because it's very divisive oh that's vicious it is isn't it yeah vicious all the crazies turn up i thought i was crazy but (laughs) yeah um number four you cannot control the crop circles um number five there is so much more the, to the crop circle phenomenon than the matter of origin. Yes, I agree with that. Now speaking to you, I feel the same. Obviously, my, when I was talking to this man the other day, I was a bit like, yeah, but why? Why? I just sort of felt like, is it just done to be like, oh, people that believe, haha, we got you. That's what I was annoyed about because I oh, thought, God, you know, yeah, there is no, some, no. number six, it's just flattened corn, Doug and Dave reference in that one as well. Um, yeah, of course. So, yeah, I was having a great conversation with him, actually, a quite respectful conversation. But in the Facebook groups, oh, my God, you can't have one great conversation in there. It's quite hard, actually, to decipher. That's why I'm so glad that I found you. I just text you now. Do you think this one's real, Cathy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've... The online thing, look, it's the same anywhere, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, but this one is, like, a, a huge divide of, like, no, I'm not spiritual, and yes, I am spiritual. Yeah. Look, I think some of the ego that's involved, it, people want to kind of own it. There's sometimes an ownership over 
the designs and the crop circles and then you get it's a lot of male ego let's be brutally honest you know I've seen an actual fist fight in a crop circle no by two men oh it's hilarious one man all, all man-made this other bloke was no they no and they were like you know punching each other in this crop circle and I thought oh wow we have stooped to a new low here um, the aliens also, are looking down like what is going on <laughs> they'll be like for god's sakes but I do know that there is synchronicity that occurs outside so um, I had a very good friend who I used to meet in crop circles and this was back when you didn't have a mobile phone and you couldn't take someone to go I said you know you didn't have a phone I didn't have a phone Um, and I always met him in crop circles it was like we had this this synchronized thing it became a thing for me and there was one year I hadn't seen him all year and I, I was getting really stressed thinking, oh my God, the crop circles aren't giving me synchronicity anymore rather than taking my own responsibility. That's beside the point. Um, and I went the wrong way home and I turned, I had to turn around in this pub. There he was. Oh, no and way. I was like on my way home. I was like, yay. So, so for me, it brings people together geometrically speaking quantumly speaking i believe in the quantum aspect of this yeah i love that yeah no it's such a great perspective to have on it um and even us really meeting inside there like i was just tagged in your post by someone in my tribe dying in my tribe and she said emily you need to speak to this lady because i was in my tribe going what is it about these crop circles like you know it was like discussing and then we're chatting and then was it the next week or maybe the week after we just turn up and you're at the car I'm like, oh, yeah. there's Cathy. And we met, inside, <laughs> we met inside. I loved it anyway, even if it's man-made or not, because the kids loved it. You always meet such great people inside crop That's circles. Right. Awake people inside crop circles. We had a lovely conversation with another man there with his children. Kids are running around. You're in nature. It's pretty. Yeah. And who knows what you're going to find? Who knows? That's right. And I think there's so many people that have had life-changing their lives have changed since crop circles i mean we manifested one so we did a manifestation to get a crop circle so there was four of us we went mm-hmm. to etchelhampton um i can't remember what day it was july 30th i think um so in the evening we sat in the hill we played the drums um, a few sound bowls had a bit of a giggle put our very specific um requirement for a crop circle so it was like chevron like little um kind of v's that look like chevrons Mm -hmm. across three circles or something like that so it was quite a specific design yeah put it out into the universe we asked um we didn't demand but we asked if they could possibly you know humor us (laughs) with putting our design somewhere and we wanted it in the field that we're at so we went back yeah. the next day and it wasn't there. And I, I do admit I was a bit like, oh. No. The crop circle that we manifested ended up somewhere else the Did next it? day. Yeah, and it was cut out immediately. There's only one picture of it. Um, really? I'll, I'll, send you the, I'll send you the picture of all of that. It was really interesting. So that was man-made. We were linking into the consciousness of another human being to teleport or um, have telepathic resonance so that they put that design on the field or we communicated with something higher. Wow. And why was it cut out so quickly? 
uh, it's funny the ones that i think really do have a lot to say a lot of powerful often get cut out immediately this but is where the this advisor me comes in because i'm like what does the government ring them up does the F- you know not the fbi but you know what i mean man in men in black suits turn up and like yeah you've got to cut that down now very well there's a lot of um I've been in a crop circle where there's been a military helicopter because there's been orbs. They chase the orbs over the crop circles. There's often helicopters. But if in that, did we manifest that with a human or earth, sky? Yeah, it's amazing either way. Yeah, to be honest, I do do a lot of like telepathy work anyway, telepathic work anyway. Yeah. Like if, that's normally my go-to if I can't do anything else in a situation. I'm like, right, I'm going to telepathically talk to this person. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's right. And it normally works out for me. And I recommend it to my clients as well. I had like someone recently and she was needing someone to pay something, telepathically done it, paid it. And she was like, wow, that works. And I was like, well, yeah, it does normally work. So I suppose, I don't know, maybe, but the fact it was cut down to me so quickly would then point my mind to be like, why? Well, that's it. I think the military have an involvement. You've, You've also got to know that a lot of the crop circles happen around Salisbury, um plane which has got portland down which is vile place animal testing it's where the vaccine was made portland down when you go to portland down in it's near salisbury it's vile 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 place they've got underground bunkers yeah yeah, it's horrible place it's where the vaccine was made tested you know there was there's a lot of animal testing there um there's been talk that there's been really sort of um hybrid type of animals that have escaped because they're doing experiments we went there once to sort of try and um combat the energy but it was just so nasty what's it yeah so that's right next to stonehenge then isn't it or near stonehenge that's right it's near yeah it's not far it's all within a kind of i suppose maybe a 25 mile radius right i wonder if this is a chosen place then because you know, really, for me, it all comes back down to Stonehenge for me is where my interest started. And I've, you know, heard the story. I don't know what year it was. I think it was in the 90s at some point where the two men went for the drink at Stonehenge and then time was displaced. Like when they got back, they were like, you've been gone for two days and they hadn't. And that just blows my mind to this day. Yeah. Think of all the other stories that they haven't told us. Like, what is it about this place? And for me, it does then come back down to it's got to be the ley line. And I think that Stonehenge was put there as a marker, maybe where it crosses. Does the ley lines cross there? Yeah. Yeah. People think that ley lines are um, straight lines and they're not. They're like, um, they're wavy. See it like a right, kind okay. of um, fiber optic cable. There's loads of ley lines. Um, the, there's a major one that goes all the way up the UK called the Bellinus Line. Um, great okay. book called The Spine of Albion, really worth a read. It talks about all of the points along the Bellinus Line. And remember that Bell is the devil. So Bellinus, you know, they a lot of the... And Moloch and all of that, you know, like we talk about the elite that um, worship Baal and Moloch and all of that. So it's really interesting yeah. that, that that whole ley line's been inverted. They're trying to invert the power, our natural sovereign power, through the ley lines, through our own sovereignty, and inverting it to take our power. Does that make sense? So It does make sense, yeah. I was having a conversation, well, I was saying to someone actually about... Because she was saying about how, you know, we're talking about manifestation, that kind of thing. And 
I think she was religious yeah. and she was saying, oh, like, how is this not black magic? And I'm like, look, black magic, white magic, same energy, yeah. just different intention. And obviously this is what, you know, the powerful people that be, I don't even know what to call them. I don't even want to say just government because it's not just government. It's, you know, no, above no, it's higher that. Than that. Yeah, higher than that. And, you know, throughout time, they've been trying to do this. And I, I do think we're getting to a point now we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Time is changing. And my friend Molly, actually, she said it perfectly about how we're in a spiritual war. And yeah. I think we're winning, actually, to be honest. I can feel it rising. I can feel the energy rising. I can feel the people coming together. Like, even I've only been to Stonehenge with Summer Solstice twice. First time last year, second time this year. So many more people this year yeah. and I think even um, King Arthur um, the druid who holds yeah. the ceremony there he said the same and I, it was definitely underreported how many people were there and it was just lovely Like I love if this is another thing right if anyone listening is, wants to go to Stonehenge wait till summer solstice because it's such a great vibe there's so many nice people there you can just be yourself anyone's there and they're just loving life and there's no judgement everyone's just there for collective consciousness and it's just an amazing experience have you been before cafe yeah yeah um i prefer winter solstice i'm gonna go this year i haven't been to winter yeah solstice. i am I'm as well it's year. um beautiful i did the winter solstice there's something spectacular about the winter it's not as busy which i i don't oh, like I'm a way, bit... maybe it's better yeah i don't like the crowd sort of thing um and especially in the summer one you get like you do get quite a few bell ends as well, though, don't you? Let's be brutally honest. I feel like they stand out like a sore thumb, though. The first year, <laughs> there was two I noticed, and I just thought, yeah, you, you, you're not meant to be here. And police swiftly moved them on. Um, and then, yeah, this year I saw a couple that was just a bit like, yeah, you don't really belong here. But I think the security was a lot different this year. Last year, it was the police and security was pretty laid back. This year, it seemed they was a bit more on it, like someone yeah. in my tribe she came up to the stones in the morning she just had like her sleeping bag around her shoulders and he was like no you can't bring that in and I thought oh come on mate like people yeah. doing mushrooms and smoking weed up there doing what yeah, they want to do exactly. <laughs> let her wrap her, her sleeping bag um and it, it bugs me actually English heritage they bug me massively like this year they um I don't know if you heard but the traffic was an absolute nightmare some of mm. my tribe didn't even get in until 10 or 11 o'clock King Arthur okay. the Druid, he didn't get in till late um, because he went on the bus that English Heritage organised. Um, luckily, we just, by a stroke of luck, got in there early. And then they charge you £15 for the privilege, and it is annoying oh, because, like, yeah, it's like 50 I'm sure, right, last year, I'm 100% sure it was £5 for a car. So I told everyone it was £5. They looked on the website, someone was like, no, it's 15 I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. I turned up and I said to the lady who was taking the money, I was like was it £5 last year or was it £15? She's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, I feel like English Heritage is gaslighting me. I swear it was £5. <laughs> but obviously now it's becoming, you know, more popular. People are, you know, yeah. just seeing it. And obviously they want to try and make their money. But it is frustrating because this is this is our heritage. That's this right. is what our ancestors left for us. And especially my um, scenario, obviously I think, you know, psoriasis was maybe cured inside. I want to go back. Yeah. I can't go and touch yeah. the stones now. And that's devastating. I know that they do say, you know, the stones were getting worn down. Um, but I have my own theories about why when you pay £25 a person, they keep you so far away from the stones yeah. because you're outside the energetic field. Yeah, of course. I did a, um, 
private meditation. So I hired, you can hire to do it. So I took my group. Um, you mm-hmm. have to have, there were 30 of us. So yeah. you got the stone, you could go in the stone center right. in your group of 30. So I did a meditation. We pulled in the, um, the higher energies, our ancestors, um, but we were being watched by the security. You weren't allowed to touch the stones, kiss the stones, lick the stones. That was one of their criteria. Don't lick the stones. We were like, right, okay. No incense. Um, oh, it's ridiculous. And that, that privilege cost me 2,500 quid for an hour. No way. No That's way. Mad, and you can't touch it? the stones. Yeah. And we didn't get an hour because the bloke said in the bus, he went, I want to go home for me tea. <laughs> so we no, I know it's all right, I complained and they gave me money back but you know that was a sacred thing to take 30 people so you, yeah. you can hire it out for an hour if you've got lots of money we was talking in our tribe about that because we did a meditation on um summer solstice morning um and we did talk about that but the thing is I understand the whole thing about you know don't want to wear down the stones and everything but this was left for us to use and actually use obviously already the stones have been moved we already know that yeah. you know when you know when they replace them the stones have been moved slightly which is annoying yeah, yeah, yeah. itself and this is our history no one should you know profit off that you don't go to church no. and you don't have to pay but when it comes down to spirituality no. it seems like they try and monetize it in any way possible and prevent us from benefiting from these places maybe stonehenge is a healing center maybe that's why you know they say they found um bodies around stonehenge or near stonehenge maybe it's because people come a long way to be healed and maybe there was you know their body's gone too far etc i think i was actually watching the megan um what's her name is it megan fox um she did about it and it was on discovery i think it was of all places um, and she was actually exploring about the whole healing center of it. But I definitely believe that the stones in all stone circles have their own aura of energy. So just being yeah. inside them is such a special thing. And I'm trying to think of, I'm so bad at remembering places, but the stone circle I went to in the Lake District. Um, let me have a little Google because I've just gone out of my brain. I went to Arbor Low. That's in the middle of the country, isn't it? And that okay when i looked on the map there was a lot of ley lines that crossed and it's literally yeah. just at the back of someone's field um like their farm and it's a bit weird actually i don't know you like go up there and the man's just working on his farm and there's no one there it's your hidden ones that are more i think more powerful i mean stonehenge is obviously powerful stanton saint drew yeah. which is in somerset that's amazing the okay. roll right stones in oxford or in oxfordshire stunning but again, Is you know, it? they've always put ropes through Avebury. They've always got to cut it off, haven't they, energetically? Who put a road yeah. through Avebury? I know. It's very confusing when you turn up to Avebury. I went to Avebury, actually, with my friend Amy. Um, we just went on an evening to meditate by the stones, which was a lovely evening. But, yeah, it's a bit confusing. Like, who who cut this circle in half? Whose idea was that? <laughs> What's it called? Castle Rig. In Lake oh, Castle Rig, yeah, 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 of course. Loved it. I went there on quiet, it was March time and it was a bit of a cloudy day, but you literally, we were driving up and down the road like, where is this stone circle? And then you see a bench and it says um, something about 
sit here and rest your bones on the way to the stones. So like, oh, we're not far then. And then it's just literally on a field, hardly signposted at all. And then there yeah. was quite a few people there actually, like, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 people. And then you walk up the hill and then once you see them, it's amazing because it's like all these hills are around you. They feel like mountains around yeah. you. And it's so atmospheric and you're like, wow, yeah, I can see why the ancient people, megalithic people put this here. It's yeah. phenomenal. Loved it there. Meditated Absolutely. on each stone. My husband got bored in the end and went back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame him i mean you, you know, know england the uk is the heart chakra of the world yeah and i am being called to portugal i've got this calling to go to portugal i didn't know why it was and then i realized that there's quite a few stone circles there there also is a lot of churches yeah. which is leads me on to my other point of churches are normally in places of maybe pagan centers and course, when Christianity course, come yeah. along, they took away a lot. They wanted to take away a lot of this stuff, which sort of, I suppose, ties into like the witch trials and all of that stuff. And really, I was talking to someone about this recently about how, you know, witches and all that, the witch trials, it was all about taking away this knowledge, taking away the healers, taking away the people who meditate, taking away the people who knew how to heal through herbs and, um, just really ancient wisdom and it tried to sort of stop yep. that so although i'm not saying that christianity is bad at all i'm not saying that at all and um, but when sort of organized religion came along it was said that that's when you know some of the stone circles were pushed over and ruined yep. because they Absolutely. didn't you know wanted everyone to be christians there's a church in alton barnes near honey street that is built on a stone circle so you go into the church and there's a kind of flap in the full in the floor and you pull the flap up and it's directly built on a stone circle. Yeah, I think I saw that on TikTok recently. Everything's on bloody TikTok, isn't it? <laughs> it's like faster information. If something's going on in the world, I feel like it'll be on TikTok first. And also I feel like it's less censored on TikTok. So especially the yeah, stuff we're talking yeah. about now is less censored for some reason, probably because it's Chinese and they don't really care. Um, <laughs> maybe they're trying to dumb down our whole generation but I'm on there learning about megalithic people and stone circles <laughs> a, a good um, I don't know if you know Maria Wheatley she's, she's a dowser and um, she does a lot on ley lines she does a lot of courses um, and she's great on YouTube she's fabulous for her knowledge about all of the megalithic sites and the ley lines and dowsing them and vibrationally tuning yourself to that environment so she's a good person to watch yeah i'll be watching her because i also was put into my reality recently about electro culture which is all about copper and you know how yeah. you know, plants and that can grow better and then also yeah. it sort of led me on to the whole thing of like churches and copper and especially yeah. their spires so where above the altar that's where the spire will be and an altar alters your consciousness or reality. And I was just like, wow, this is blowing my mind. Maybe these places, some, especially the ancient temples and churches, maybe these places were healing centers. Um, and people were saying that, you know, that's why sometimes with the light as well, with the stained glass windows, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know, like color therapy and all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's, 
crazy and amazing that we're living in this time where all of, you know, I don't know all of the answers yet, but I just feel like everything that is pointed to me, Dow's in, stone circles, crop circles, vibration, um, frequency, it's all like we're, we're waking up and we're all remembering. And one day it's all just going to yep. fully click and we're just going to know the truth, the truth. I think that day is closer than we think. I've got to keep a hold of that hope because we are in the most constricted, vibrationally dense time in in our recent history. But, you know, I suppose um, I've done this channeling of, so I've channeled the, the planets because the planets are celestial bodies. They're heavenly bodies that have their own consciousness. So it's it's been quite interesting to... Um, see the differences you know mars in the astrological it's like fire and it's like fight and it and it's not it's just all been inverted we've had so much inversion you know like you're saying the churches would have been built on nodal points pagan sites um druid sites um there's so much inversion that's happening you know our words have been inverted you know if you go with the common law thing all of our wording is like, you know, birth certificate, this birthing, it's about maritime law. It's it's interesting how we're so dumbed down to our power. And yeah. it, it's about, re. I think it's helping each other as well, like collectively joining groups rather than you and me being separate and I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing. We need to join together. There's more hope when we do it as a huge collective love rather than separated entities yes i love that and that's so true i i totally believe that as well this is what i've been saying to all people you know in my reality spiritual people i'm like look we're all here to follow the thing that you want to follow not one of us is going to find the truth because for me no. i think that's really what i've always been looking for like when i was a child i um was brought up christian but not really strict christian but i did go to a christian school and my dad used to call me God Squad when I was a kid because I was quite heavily <laughs> <laughs> being a Christian. But I remember being probably about 10 years old and I was praying to God and I'm like, God, I just need to know the truth. If you're the truth, come and tell me, give me a sign. I need to know. And I basically was like begging like this God, like, please tell me this is the truth. And then I told my priest at school about it because, you know, he had conversations with me because I love talking about it. And he said to me, no, 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 you can't test God. And I felt so like frustrated because I'm like, yeah, but I can't just blindly follow along with anything. I need to know the truth yeah. about things. And I want to know the truth about things. And now being, you know, what I've been doing for the last couple of years, I feel like I've been closer to the truth than I've ever felt closer to truth and we're all meant to follow our own thing so you know i'm interested in stone circles so i'm going to keep following that yeah. line of inquiry and you know ley lines and everyone should do their own thing in that sense of whatever you're interested in go and follow that and collectively we can all come together and weave that together into a tapestry of yeah. truth absolutely oh god i've been doing this for 30 years you know i'm, I'm getting jaded and old doing this and but i never tire of seeing other people I love to see someone that's just new to crop circles that still has that wonder and enjoyment about it that I used to have I'm not you know I'm jaded a bit now you know it's 
and actually I'm a bit like you I'm more interested in the area the stone circles the ley lines you know the crop circles are just a lovely added bonus I love Wiltshire yeah. I've been this is my 23rd year I like to I'm gonna hopefully retire there that's where I want to live I want to put into the economy I want to help them when I'm down there so the crop circles have given me a purpose to my life yeah I've just run with that purpose yeah everyone anyone listen to this this is my biggest advice to anyone really is especially when it comes to spirituality because I think sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming you maybe have like just stepped into spirituality or you've had your first spiritual awakening and it is very overwhelming because there is rabbit holes all over the place and I always say to people <laughs> just follow the thing that you like doing or that interests you that calls yeah. to you so whether that be tarot or whatever just go and follow the thing because that will lead you on to the next thing that you're meant to be doing and that's really what we're meant to be doing we're we're meant to experience human experience and that's exact that is just the point of life you know I've always been questioning this what's the point of life but that to me is yeah. it experience human experience and what an exciting thing to be witnessing this age of Aquarius coming into our reality and people waking up I've noticed that people are waking up that I never thought would ever wake up thank you so much for joining me you're today. very welcome loved our conversation is there any links in that you want to tell the listeners um you know i'm not I'm so sure so my facebook page is i don't know <laughs> kathy mingo kathy mingo go kathy find mingo. her and i am facebook. on instagram instagram i think i'm kathy mingo underscore aura i do have a tiktok but no idea <laughs> <laughs> go and find Kathy. Go and find Kathy on her Facebook page. She's amazing. She obviously knows so much. Thank you so much, Kathy, and thank you all for listening to our Joe Rogan type podcast <laughs> today. And, yeah, and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Emily. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Intentional Reality Podcast. If you want to be in my coaching world, you can find me on my website, emilybadleywhitewithahyphen.com or you can go to my YouTube, The Zen Library, where I have loads of free meditations, subliminals, frequencies and information about my intentional reality system. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Intentional Reality Podcast. If you want to be in my coaching world, you can find me on my website, emilybadleywhitewithahyphen.com or you can go to my YouTube, The Zen Library, where I have loads of free meditations, subliminals, frequencies and information about my intentional reality system. I'll see you next week.